everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the Four Keeps, Beneath the Waves, Part 1. Today is January 24th, 2021, and, or 22, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community, which you can ask all of those questions in either the Twitch chat to the side, or there's a link there to our Discord. You can find us there in questions for the courts. Feel free to ask as many questions as you'd like. We will do our best to respond in kind. But if you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on Twitch and YouTube and all those other wonderful spaces, and you're trying to think to yourself, well, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and we also have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all the proceeds of those face masks end up going to help support doctors with without borders so if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com that is indooradventure no s at the end dot redbubble.com but that is it for my opening spiel so hey rj who are you playing tonight hey everybody i'm rj and today i'm playing calem the shatterkai wizard we both go by he him Hello, everybody. I'm LB Hackamup, and I'm going to be playing Gwen, the halfling barbarian fighter. We are both she, her. Oi, I'm Cyber. I use he or whatever pronouns. I'm going to be playing Arjan. Arjan is a draconian hoarder. He, him. Hey, everybody. I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be playing as Coriander. I use she, her pronouns. Coriander is an Eldrin paladin, and they use she, they, and he. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, we all fixed the issue with the Raven Queen. Raven Queen is now two separate people. There is Rinna Kelkasir, who is just a standard elven archmage, you know, kind of run-of-the-mill queen of an entire group of people. And then we also have the Raven Queen as they currently are, uh, which is a manifestation of Cory's shadow. Uh, Cory, you will notice that you don't really have a shadow anymore, necessarily, as, you know... I was thinking about that. Yeah, it sort of took form and is doing its own thing right now. Uh, cool. So that's fun to think about i'm sure fan art uh will not be confusing during this time uh <laughs> as remember is it folks gay for your shadow to become a god remember folks it's canon don't add any shadows under cory it's wild um, honestly it's gonna make it so easy for me <laughs> uh with that being said uh arjan you had been you and gwen had been bestowed uh some boons some prezzies as well as access to the entire amount of money beneath the uh beneath the fortress of forgotten memories which you decided okay 
conference room, sending that to the house, and a bunch of individuals helped with basically clearing out a kingdom's worth of gold into your house, which was then later relocated to the Dragon Forge. Fun thing about the relocation effect to the Dragon Forge. Arjan and Gwen decided that they were going to, you know, sleep in the house, wished the two elves good night, went to the house, went to the Dragon Forge, and when they opened up the door to return to the Shadowfell, they were not in the Shadowfell because they had transitioned back to the house. However, uh, this then left Cory and Calum in the Shadowfell proper, but that's okay because Calum had uh, a little bit of a thing that he needed to do in the morning. Primarily, uh, stop being undead. It was a pretty cool time, to say the least. So, Calum, you have undergone a, a rather painful process performed by none other than Zarina Kelkasir, uh, who has then restored you back to a regular flesh vessel. The only problem with that being you're an old, oldish man now. I mean, elven old, but still over 600. Uh, and we had left last session uh, with Calum, you realizing that you have aged quite dramatically, uh, and Zarena actually coming to give you a hug, while Cory had taken Amaris uh, to find some breakfast in this place. So, starting off tonight's session, um, uh, Calum, you are old. Is there anything that... Am I frozen? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Excellent yes. cool. For the audio cast, I wasn't moving at all, and that's keen. Um, so, no, that's Danae. No, that's keener. We've been through this. No, it's simple. Oh, no, simple is me or RJ. No, I'm dense. Oh, okay. Look, it's been a no, couple no, no. weeks. I'm thick. <laughs> Three C's. Three C's. <laughs> Lest we forget. All right. Let's play Sorry. some touches of dragons. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Calum, you have been turned into an elderly man. Uh, and you notice, uh, now taking, having taken effect, um, that the, where the body of Corvain Nightfeather was is no more. Uh, it seemed like it was actually consumed in the process of turning you back into a man. Um, however, with that being said, um, Zarena is... She looks at you and she, with a smile, um, sort of laughs to herself and says, Well, I didn't think that would work, but, well, it would work out as well as it did. I knew it would, but, again, well, a bit rusty. When you come to know our group the way I have, we tend to do the impossible on a basis. Well, that's good then. How are you <sighs> feeling? You look a little different, and she will, like, raise a hand and manifest a mirror. And, Calum, getting you can actually get a good look at yourself. No longer do you have the glowy blues uh, from your previously undead eyes. Uh, they are back to just being the standard black sclera. 
Um, but how, other than that, how does, what does Calum look like now that he is uh, a little bit more aged? There's probably a streak of white going through his hair where he's like pulled it back. Um, he looks a lot like his father as established, even more so now that he's aged up a lot. Um, yeah, other than that, it's still the normal Calum, but old. Okay. Yeah, and you, again, for the first time, uh, as you had mentioned at the end of last session, you are also feeling rather hungry, uh, having come into now needing to eat food again for the first time in quite a while, as it would happen. Yeah. Just turning to Zarena. Well, I'd like a meal. And she nods. Uh, and stands at the edge of the bed and offers to take your hand. As he's standing, he gets woobly, because, uh, you know, that immediate, like, standing too fast. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, no. And she will, like, put her arm underneath yours, uh, so that way she's, like, holding you up by your back, uh, mm -hmm. and just says, all right, well... Let's just take some gentle steps until we get you to the breakfast hall. Well, feast hall, but it's full of breakfast. I think I might be regretting this little procedure. I hurt in places that I didn't know I had. And she, at this, laughs and just says, welcome to getting old. Uh, and the two of you make your way to the feast hall. Corey, you are currently in the feast hall, uh, feeding a young girl some breakfast, or at least trying to feed this young girl some breakfast. What are, uh, what are some foods that you have attempted to feed Amaris? It, it Stick is of butter. No, it's literally one food. Um, it's bread, uh, with butter smeared on it, and then sprinkles on top. Oh, yeah. No, it, this child is like, nom, 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 nom. like you're offering them sugar and they're like, this is perfect breakfast. Um, uh, Corey's made her, or rather, Corey is uh, presenting mail today. So Corey has made his own um, with some peanut butter instead of regular butter. Um, and like his are like all just pink sprinkles. And he's like, you know, I think the pink ones taste best. And as you are saying this, and uh, Amaris is in the process of, like, gr trying to grab the pink ones specifically <laughs> off of her toast to, like, you know, taste test. Like, she needs to find out. Like, you said the pink ones taste best. Maybe she likes the green ones. Maybe the white ones. Maybe the blue. You have to find out the variety on this kind of thing. She's investigating. And as she's doing this through the doorway... You see Calum and Zarina, but Calum looks, albeit a bit different than you remember him looking. Hey guys, you want some fairy? Calum? Hi. What in the seven? Zarina pulls a chair closest to the <laughs> fire for you. Like, <laughs> glances uh, back at the child and, like, uh, censors himself. What happened to you? 
I got old, Cory. I got extremely old. I uh, looks looks to Zarina. It's so like, is this normal? Like I told Calum, I'm not exactly an expert on. Um... Calum will raise a hand. Due to my condition, uh, Mistra had linked the overpowering of my spells to my life force. Like mid com, like mid sentence, Corey just grabs Calum's head and like. <clears throat> like presses a thumb into his forehead um and like tries to heal him like that's just what cory would do <laughs> my god you're old what a remove curse remove <laughs> curse <laughs> yeah have you nothing have happened. you been helped you are old well don't say with such disdain. I just... I didn't think this would happen. There is the sound yeah. of a small plate uh, clattering in front of you, Calum. And when you look down, Amaris has taken her plate, come over, set it in front of you, and is in the process of climbing into your lap to continue eating her food. Scoops her from under the arms, onto the lap, head pats. It is what it is. I don't think heading into the lair of Orcus as an undead creature would be very beneficial to anyone here. Well, it's not fair. You've already had your life stolen from you, and now you're going to have your, the rest of your years stolen from you as well? Your youth? I want to say that comes with a job, isn't it? Some things have to get sacrificed in the end. And if it's a few years, that's a really small price to pay, considering the world is at stake. Well, I went through a lot of sacrifices before I realized that... Maybe sometimes sacrifice isn't necessarily... ...necessary. Even if it feels like the only way, it's... Well... It's not fair in any regard. <sighs> who knows? Somewhere down the line, we might find a genie who gives you years. We'll figure it out. I feel like we're running out of wishes, Caleb. Uh, well... <laughs> Quietly. Quietly. <laughs> Just starts patting Amaris's head again. We can only get so many miracles. Well, I did find a potion on Corvain. It, uh, essentially can give him back a few years. It's not much, but it's something. How. How much? Well, depending on how much I drink, um, maximum 14 years. Oh, though, that'll make you real spry. Though, there is a small chance it might age me up. 
That's bad. You've never really had a lot of luck in those regards, Caleb. You don't have to remind me. Corey's gonna pass him some fairy bread. Oh no, I can't. Amaris tells you that the blue ones taste the best, contrary to what Corey believes. <laughs> and like she's like telling this to Zarina and to Calum. Just like, I like the blue ones. And Zarina's like, mm, who gave you this for breakfast? <laughs> like she's not gonna say <laughs> anything directly, but just like, oh wow. Like thinking uh... about like her childhood, what she ate. And then her, seeing what her child is currently eating. Her fucking mom's a vegan. Well, you know, at the very least, it's not a literal stick of butter. Caleb reaches over Amaris and plucks a blue sprinkle off and just pops it in his mouth. It certainly tastes better than anything that has been available in the Shadowfell. Well, if you don't want fairy bread... Uh, you look like you haven't eaten in years. What can I get you? Applesauce? Tapioca? You want to get hit? Just because I'm old doesn't mean I can't hit you. <laughs> I'm oh, not hearing sauce. any other options. Applesauce and pancakes sound really good, though. Alright. Corey will retrieve some food for Calum. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So while you are retrieving food, uh, we're going to go back to the material plane for Arjan. You've just had a, like, this has, like, been the best night's sleep that you have gotten in so long. Resting amongst your piles and piles of gold and platinum and jewels and all sorts of other fun trinkets. Oh, shit. From down below, you hear the sound of metal on metal clanging away. Ah, uh, what do I have to do today? What do I have to do today? Uh, coffee, coffee. Uh, and Arjun's gonna get up and uh, go to the house. Okay, yeah. And Gwen, where did you sleep? Did you just stay the night in the house? Probably. Okay. Uh, she's probably up uh, with coffee going already. <laughs> just with her mug sitting at the table, letting the caffeine just take over. A hand up points to the coffee. Without a word, just goes over. <laughs> Sits down. <clears throat> Sips. Are we going somewhere today? I thought we were going to your tribe. Yeah. I just didn't know yeah. if there's anything else you needed to do here or anywhere else. Uh, not really. We should... Uh, try to call Corey and Caleb again. Yeah, is that gonna work? Uh, eh. I'll try. Okay, make that roll. 
What's the roll? Uh, I believe it was... Percentile? Yeah, it's a percentile, right? That's, e. I think so. And then it's anything above... Like, it's like a 25% chance of failure. Okay, I got a 48. Okay, success! Uh, Caleb? Uh, we... Uh, so, I have the house over at the Dragon Forge. I forgot that I could not make the door again um you have a silver handle right Caleb perks up in his seat um yes we have a silver handle we'll meet you in a few Jean, tell him he's a nerd Corey says you're uh and it cuts <laughs> do Corey or Caleb have the key We we need the key too, huh? In order for the silver handle to work, you need the key. <laughs> it's okay. I have plane shift. Comedy of errors. <laughs> also, it's a five percent chance of failure. Okay. Still good. So, uh, did you get through? Yeah. They they said they'll come in a few. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Um, oh shit! They need a key. Now Caleb has Caleb has plane shift. Oh okay, good. So breakfast. Breakfast. Did, and you handled all your business. Can we go after breakfast? Uh yeah. Uh maybe maybe just stay until the uh, until the rest of the party gets here. I was thinking eggs and bacon. Protein. Yeah, we, we, we will make the protein. Yeah. Gideon yes. is more than happy to contribute to this. They are a magical house that can make you a wonderful breakfast. And because mm. it is the most protein uh, demanding people, it is just mountains of both. Yes. Like you can literally like grab a handful of bacon and there is like a slight dent in the mountain that has been made here. Might need a siesta after this. <laughs> second cup of coffee. That's really what it's for. There, the first is to go. wake up. The second is to help digest. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, kind of. We'll wait for the our companions then. Okay. So as the two of you are enjoying breakfast, waiting for your companions, um... Back in the Shadowfell, Corey, when you are going around looking for food, uh, specifically some pancakes and applesauce uh, for your companion, uh, the Raven Queen ends up meeting you uh, as you're attempting to look, and she sort of at, like sort of just asks um, what it is that you're in need of. You kind of explain the food situation with Calum. Uh, and she will go and then meet you in the feast hall as well uh, to then just kind of create this food from the shadows for Calum. Um, and then looking at this small group that she has here, um, she says, really, there's no way that I... Thank you all very much, again, for everything that you've done here. 
feels good to not any offense to you Zarina, but it feels good to not have to fight amongst myself again and I have you all to thank there is the sound of soft snoring from Caleb <laughs> well if you're feeling nostalgic we could always spar if that's something that you're interested in I am more than willing to fight Uh, I think Corey smiles uh, a little bit like, oh, I was just joking, but there's like a glint in his eye just of like curiosity, just sort of like, hmm. I mean, only if you want to. And Raven Queen, uh, like they sort of, they they laugh at you a little bit and just, how about this? Give me some time to get everything situated. And then once that happens, then you can challenge me. I'm still right. in the process of getting back to the way that I was. Oh, no, no. I see how it is. Wow. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> but that's besides the point. I take it the two of you are not exactly planning on sticking around for a while. Huh? Oh, welcome back. What? When? When? <laughs> Galen, we've got about a month until Olivier makes it to her destination. I am aware of that, yes. So, what all do you need to do before then? Well, if we meet up with the rest of the party at the Dragon Forge, I can get Gwen's armor off of her and probably attempt to convert that from fire to resist some form of necrotic damage. All right. How long will that take? If I have a month, I could take a month to do it, but depending on how things go, maybe two weeks. Hmm. My father should be plainside, actually. If you had help, would it be faster? Oh, of course. All right, we'll go pick up my father from the Grove of, uh, Grove Herm of the Hermit, yes. We should probably go as soon as possible then. Well, I was going to say that if you're going to be in need of something to do for a month, you're always more than welcome here. I do understand it is a little bit dreary, probably looking for a little bit of sunshine. However, offer still stands. But if it is to return to your party, then that is something that can be done easily enough. I do have the spell circle of Gideon. You could drop us right off in the house, flipping through his book. Well, that makes things a lot easier, then. Spooky Cuddle, thank you for the follow. Spooky Cuddle! 
how long would it be to or how long would it take to establish a spell circle here um a year of constant casting mm. though i have heard tale of a spell that makes other spells permanent i could research into that do you have wizards in your court uh Corey says to the raven queen we did one of them was his and she says we did and then zarena you still do and zarena says um if it's something like a spell circle that you're interested in that i can manage oh we'll apologize miss zed i didn't know what your plans were didn't well, know if you were I haven't, stay here or? haven't exactly been myself in a millennia and a half. Mm -hmm. So I think I'd like to spend some time with my daughter and see what it is I did exactly during the time that I was not entirely myself. Hmm. Well, be kind to yourself. I'll try my best. This and one's... also, it would be really nice to have a spell circle here. Huh? On yeah. account of the fact that I have to come here and kick my sibling's ass. And the Raven Queen laughs at that. And then you can try. Sure would like to. <laughs> <laughs> you technically already have, but who's counting? <laughs> I, I didn't realize it until the moment, but like <laughs> the sibling rivalry is real. Like I want to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, wrestle in the Raven Queen. That's a that's a new bard standard for sure. <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. Um. Is there anything else that we should pick up here before we go, Caleb? Gonna need a new shield. He... Raven Queen looks at you and asks, well, I can... Or says, rather, well, I could always find you one. Won't be as fantastical as maybe some of the shields that you're used to, but at least it would be a shield. That works. Thank you. She nods. Calum turns Amaris in his lap. Coriander and I are going to have to go for a while. You're going to spend some time here with your mother. And she looks at you. And while you may have been expecting her to put up some sort of protest, Amaris is familiar enough with the shenanigans that you and your party get to. And she just sort of steadily nods um, and then gives you a big hug Uh and kind of like buries her head into your chest and says that she is going to miss you. Well, I'll be back soon enough and we can pick up on a new book. 
and you see that she just has the biggest smile when you say this. Yeah, he'll hand her off to Zarina and straighten up a little bit. Okay. You can definitely feel like there are like several bones that pop in your back. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. If my time with the party hasn't been experienced, this certainly is going to be one to Corey. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Oh. Is there is there nothing we can do for him? Like turns to the Raven Queen. It's like we can merge worlds, but we can't, you know, solve back. Merging worlds, to be fair, was an accident. Wasn't exactly something I was. Oh, you're meaning an accident? You asked my permission. <laughs> I was thinking of the other thing that happened. Um... Oh. No, 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 no. Yes. Well, I'm thinking about the things that we actually did do. Well, if it's things that you actually did do, there was the time where he turned into, what, a 14-year-old? I had nothing to do with that. No, you didn't. But you spoke to the weird red-cloaked man. Oh, please don't make me go back to things that make me say, wow. He had a could write your age hmm. in some form or fashion. No, no, that is interesting. That's a good point. Caleb, do you think Thread Twister, that was his name, right? As Corey is speaking to Caleb, he's got this thousand-yard stare and just staring off into the middle distance of the feasting hall. There is, like, the <laughs> Nom like flashback, never... <laughs> but it's all the weird shit that you've seen, like frogs eating people, like reaching up through the floor. There was one where he was coming out of a toilet screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I've never actually properly met this fellow. I've always been curious. We'll discuss it with the party. All right. One way or another, we'll get you your medicine. Pat, Pat. I like how Corey is just treating him like he is ancient beyond repair. Like, okay, Grandma, let's go get you to watch some TV. I saved the multiverse with my friends. Sure thing, old man. And uh, I've, I've got to treat it like a joke or else it makes me sad. <laughs> so then the Raven Queen will then uh, ask for the spell circle uh, that you have established for Gideon. So that way she has a target for you. He'll hand it over. And you see that she looks at the spell circle uh, and then like closes her eyes and begins to recite a spell. And as she does, she like the spell scroll begins to levitate up in front of her. And you see each of the rings of the spell circle begin to kind of shift and adjust until they find the right lock on uh, almost like a, um, like a turn lock uh, until it hits that correct sequence. And as it does, you see that the spell circle grows and then begins to move down onto both you and Corey. And as it does, and the Raven Queen begins to cast this spell from her 
the the feathering on her armor begins to shift and shudder and as these feathers begin to flake off they you see these feathers actually turn into ravens until the ravens begin to kind of spiral around you in almost in the same way that you had seen uh the body of um corvain get yoinked uh from the camp of the goliaths that same kind of whirlwind pattern is now happening around the two of you until eventually you find yourselves being consumed by this uh by this circle of ravens right before they teleport calem will look off towards maris and he'll just say be good no more no more sticks of butter Make sure you put them on bread! And you see both of them smile, and even the Raven Queen smiles at this, as the two of you disappear. And arrive in the house. And Gwen, you and Arjan have finished your plates of eggs and bacon, and are in the process of just like, oh fuck, like, most likely ate too much on this day and you hear the you hear a satisfactory doom. residence Corey and Calum have arrived oh great oh okay, perfect <clears throat> oh my god the spell circle is in the basement so you just hear like steps oh. up door and then coming around the corner just like old man and Corey the fuck is that? This is Corey. Caleb? Hi. You're not, like, not dead anymore. Divine but sense me. I can't do that. That Corey can do that. Bomb. <laughs> ah! If I if I do primeval awareness, do I? What do I get? The 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 tried and true hint of Fey and nothing more. Yay! There's some celestial mm. now, like emanating from Corey, but other than that, no undead. I'm getting some celestial, actually. Oh shit! Wow, I'm related to celestials. Ah, uh, cool. On my sister's side. Yeah, so... no, evidently this is just what Caleb looks like when he's not dead. Dude, you got all this fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, uh, from my understanding, Mistra linked my overcasting of spells to my life force. Because I was undead, it wasn't really changing me physically. Now that I'm not dead, it's catching up. Oh, Mistra did this to you. It was that or keep breaking her arms. Hmm. Mm. I, yeah, breaking your god's arms seems bad. Yeah. That, yeah. that does. I, I mean, but like at the cost of years of his life. I, I mean, he's been 14 before, so like. Oh, could you do that again? Hit puberty a third time? Is it better than this? Honestly, I don't know. 
I creak when I walk. Yeah. Are you sure you're not part tree? Oh, speaking of. Huh. Bird bones. Uh, speaking of the uh, 14-year-old incident, uh, Caleb had the most magnificent idea. No. <laughs> no. No? It wasn't uh, my he, idea. He was thinking uh. that perhaps uh, a Rilla Thread Twister would have something that could help. Didn't it take some of you like a month to, or not a month, a week the last well, time you tried to get a potion to fix Caleb's age? That was because we didn't have enough money. Mm, and how convenient that now we have money and also a month. We could do that four times. Uh, yes, if that's what we want. Is that what we want to do? Uh, I mean, is, is, there, is there anything else that we should do? Well, Gwen wanted to visit her niece. Yes. Yeah. Um, and my tribe, you know. You wanted to go back to the Dragonforge and, oh, look, I, I've already I've already taken care of my stuff. Although, like, there are a few other things that I could do in, in this month, but let's let's take care of this. What what are you proposing? Is there anything that you have to do as far as resolving anything that just happened with the Raven Queen? Uh, personally, I don't think so. Oh, whoa, look at that. Did anybody else notice I don't have a shadow? Huh. Is that a problem? Is this going to be a problem? <laughs> no, no, no. I left it in the shadow fell. Huh. Uh-huh. Turning to Arjan, um, there was this potion on Corvain. Maybe you could try and mass replicate it. Let me see the, the potion. Potion of longevity. How do we track down that thread twister guy anyway? Uh, red tent. Yeah, he has shops pretty close to Shroudport. He had a shop in Shroudport, and then he oh, left. Right. And then and magic ban. And then magic ban. And then but he there, had a shop in Vascor. And then, you Vascor know, fell. a whale has... hit the levitation gem. He has a shop on a rask. He does have a shop on a rask, and he has a shop in Sir Tellier. Or throw a coin into a well and say his name three times. Orillo, Orillo, Orillo. No, then you're just going to waste money, and that that will add to a problem. I you think say... that we have enough. No? No? Okay. We... Uh, depends on what Orillo wants for it. But uh, I can go over to Arask and double check. Since we do have this month of downtime. Go with. All right. Well, we're going to go back to the tribe, right? Arjan, you're coming back with to the tribe with me? Hold on a second. Oh. Uh, Arjan oh. is still looking at the potion. <clears throat> Uh, Gideon, is there a way to replicate the key that summons you? We seem to have gotten into this little incident of accidentally splitting the party. There is not. Thank you. 
I would not be able to replicate one of these within a month. That's fair. Well, I would need 12 and a half weeks and 10,000 gold pieces worth of materials. We'll check with Arillo then, and I can use this just in case. And Arillo, time travel. No. Dimension hops. Oh. Then what use is he? <laughs> so, you guys are going to uh, Arask. We're going to go to the tribe uh, and meet up in a month. Maybe sooner than that, if anything. Sure. I doubt we're going to spend an entire month on the Isle of Arask. Mm, of course. Uh, I imagine we'll touch bases sometime in between. Meet up, do lunch. While you're on Arask, yeah. um, maybe find out what he knows about this place that we're supposed to be going, which I definitely remember. Vault of Glass? That. That was not the name I gave it, but that sounds cool as shit. <laughs> no, Vault of Glass is the Destiny Raid, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's why it sounds neat. <laughs> Oh, it's a it's destiny. a vault of something. Yeah. Did I write it down? I must have written it down. Hold on. I don't think I ever actually gave you a name. I just Wait, said it was under the water and I just called it a vault offhand and y'all have been like, oh, so it's a vault. Oh, the Knock vault. to us in chat. Knock to a, what did we name it? Law <laughs> 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 keeper. Law keeper, bring us the law. <laughs> we love you, by the way. So much. <laughs> we do show them some respect. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Why do I have so many empty pages in my notes? I'm clicking desperately through <laughs> and it's just all like titles for my notes and then like nothing written on the page. So I, I click on worm locations. There's nothing here. <laughs> we shall make for you a home. Well, nothing. Uh, well, uh, Paul, uh, maybe, maybe ask what Aras knows about a vault that's, you know, in the middle of the ocean between here and the Isles of Alestria, where ah. there may be a item capable of holding. Wasn't it a bunch of items that were capable of holding and we were just there to find one? I don't think any old one will do. This is a matter of binding someone to a vessel. Like, well, this is a matter of identity. I thought it was like it, a bottle, not a ship. Well, uh, the, the point is possibly ask or ask. Because yes, clearly yes, yes. We, are, we are missing details. Mm. All right. If anything, I can pop over to the whatever's left of the Library of Ascor and do some research. Air. Do you think it's an ant farm? Imagine, like, a bunch of little worms crawling around hmm. with an ant farm. Calum starts drawing a spell circle in the middle of Gideon. He's going to do it like a ritual. What are you doing? Teleportation circle to Arask. Oh, okay. The, the, the house can teleport to Arask. We can just drop us off at the tribe and then... I mean, you do you. If you want to do that, that's fine. Oh my gosh, he's gotten senile in his old age. When? 
Cut! Caleb just stops writing, stands up, and walks away, just like, oh no. <laughs> oh, bitch, no! That's alright, most Goliaths don't make it to that age. They, they die in glorious age. combat. Or, they go away. Wait, how long do And Goliaths kill themselves, live? apparently. What? <laughs> yeah, remember? We watched it. No, they go to the Shadowfell. Oh, right. You didn't see the... Um, yeah, so when they go to the Shadowfell... Um, uh, they... I would like to leave this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right Glenn now. informs you as to what happens when they go into the chasm. <laughs> That's so awful. <laughs> I know, circle of life. I'm sure your people have... Like, do you just turn to dust or something? No. Oh. Actually, uh, in the fourth edition podcast I used to listen to, whenever an Eladrin died, they turned into flowers. <laughs> it's like the Dude, Mega Man explosion, too. but just pew 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 pew. <laughs> well, like it was sad. It was sad shit because like they'd find a bed and it's just like a pile of flowers in there. Oh. It's all like, oh god. That is very sad. Grandma. <laughs> All right, so I, this is the greatest thing I've ever done to this book is make Kayla mold. I'm just saying that right here. <laughs> However, so the split is Arjan and Gwen, Goliath tribe, Kayla mm -hmm. and yep. Corey, Arask. Yeah. Getting the house left with them. And Arask. Uh, we have the key, right? Uh, we the, have a way the, to get the house if we need One to. of us has the key, yes. Okay. It wasn't Caleb. Uh, Arjan has the key. Uh, uh, okay, fair. I, I, so we can pop the house over to the tribe. Uh, Listen, it, just drop us off at the dragon, uh, at Arask, and then afterwards we'll spend a day there at but least. If but we, if we teleport the house, we have to... We are stuck there for a day. Yeah. The house can't move for 24 hours. Mmm, okay. Do I have a spell circle for Rask? If, I mean, we could possibly use the spell circle for Rask then. You didn't forget. But we can't do that because then the fox will eat the chicken. Actually, we have to put the grain of rice first with the fox, send it over. <laughs> No, the secret to this is that you have to constantly babysit the chicken. The chicken is the problem. The chicken will eat, and the chicken will be eaten. You have to prevent the chicken from doing either of those. That's a fun Am reminder. Am I having a seizure? What the hell is happening? It's a fun reminder. There is no spell circle on a Rask. Okay. You have a waypoint with the house. <laughs> So we're, so we we're, could just spend a day. Gideon, take us to the tribe. <laughs> Affirmative. Mouse, zoom, zoom, zoom. Takes you to said tribe. We're at the tribe. <laughs> uh, Gwen is going to uh, get out, uh, make her way down the hill, and uh, say hi to her people. Cybra comes to meet you. 
Is she super pregnant or she's, is she not pregnant? She is. When was the last time you guys came by here? Before we left to the show. Right before fell. we left, yeah. So it's been like four days. She's still super oh, pregnant. Okay, cool. <gasps> Baby! It's just like. Oh my gosh, look at you! You've doubled! You're so fat. Are you so fat? Like, you're fat. <laughs> when you say that, Cybra, like, gets a little like. I'm not fat. It's puppies. <laughs> she contains multitudes. <laughs> All right, little girl. Let's go find our friends. And she just walks next to you very happily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was the puppy daddy again? It was a blink the, dog from the, the Fae blink dog. It's going to be oh, crazy. It's... Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then Arjan, you are also exiting the house at this place sure okay cool because again it is a four hour period not a full day for gideon oh good so oh it's only four hours yes is there anything wow. that you all would like to do at i mean like gwen and arjan are going to be staying here for a while so for the elves is there anything that the two of you would like to do here uh, i'm banished still so no also i'm true. going to sit in the kitchen and drink some tea. Corey will hop out and, like, you know, exchange pleasantries. Uh, wiggle Cybra's ears. Cybra's very happy to see everybody. Uh, give some kids some piggyback rides. Uh, and then go back into the house. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so the two of you hop back in the house and then off to a rask. Okay. E Go. you head on over at this point it is starting to get later on in the evening and when the two of you arrive at the isle of Arask, you can see that there is like or like you can feel anyways that there is a a warm wind that seems to be blowing through the island itself um but kind of looking around from the last time that you've been here things are starting to build again uh after the destruction that had come through with the keshin um but looking at a rask's garden uh it seems like it is also in the process of getting rebuilt uh as you will remember there was a pretty sizable fire uh that had actually kind of torn through that the last time you were here um your house uh appears in like that opening lawn uh between the garden and the city proper uh so what would you like to do first go and speak with Arillo. go and speak with Arask. find a guard tell him we'd like to make an appointment with Arask for tomorrow morning okay and then find Arillo. okay yeah thankfully again you are parking your house in front of a real or in front of a house uh, so finding a guard is pretty easy as uh, several of the kobolds end up coming up just being like, what the fuck is this? And then like recognizing the house itself. Um, and then you let them know like, yeah, we want an appointment with the Rask first thing. They say that like can do. Uh, and then they will go and get that set up for you. In the meantime, going to go and speak with Arillo. Um and uh yeah you make your way into the city and again it is in the process of kind of getting rebuilt uh as it were like houses are still in the process of being repainted um but for the most part it's it's 
getting back to the way that it was, but you are noticing that there are... A lot of the foliage seems a little bit more prickly than it was previously. When you had first arrived at the Isle of Arask, it was a lot more... Um, it was a lot more lush, a lot more verdant, and this time around, it is like there are nettles that are growing. There are thorn. There are like rose bushes that the thorns are not being pruned or removed from. Um, it's still beautiful. It's still a wonderful place to look at, but it is a little bit less welcoming. You kind of get the feeling of. But, Calum, you have been to this aisle many a time. Regretfully, you have had to go to things that make you say wow a multitude of times. And, Corey, for the first time in 18 levels, you see what looks like a, a brilliantly red tent with some gold fringe to it. And what looks like a hanging marquee, not attached to anything, that seems to levitate above it, that in brilliant lettering says, things that make you say, and then the word wow sort of flashes intermittently and has like little like glowing lines around it to really help make it pop. Huh. Somehow it's both more and less than what I was expecting. I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed. I'm just sort of... Overwhelmed. It's a good word for it. Yeah. Well, only gets worse from here. Opens the door and steps in. Okay. And when you open the, uh, when you pull back the curtain, Corey, you see that there is a flight of stairs that lead down into this tent. And upon entering down, it is a very nice room has a counter at the end. You don't see any merchandise, but you do see what uh, appear to be two large um, uh, armored statues that kind of rest on either side. Uh, and at the end of this counter, you see that there is a short-haired individual, uh, like short, uh, almost black hair, a little bit of scruff, um, and they just seem to, like, they have, like, a uh, a ring in front of them and a small uh, rag, and they are just, like, rubbing it, sort of looking at it intently. And there is a frog up on the counter with them. And then when they hear you just, oh, customers. Oh, hello! Caleb, it's so good to see. You're new, hello. Recommendation? Uh, so somewhat. Um, a reload thread twister, my good friend Corey. Corey, a reload thread twister. A pleasure to meet you. Good to meet you as well. I've heard a lot about you. Um, Hopefully, good things. Like Corey just sort of like looks around the room uh, as though expecting something. Nothing seems to happen. Hmm. Kalem's gonna walk over to the counter and just kind of peek behind it just in case because there was that one incident yeah there doesn't seem to be anything behind him this is the bit we keep on trying to do where we decide not to do a bit <laughs> um Rillo uh, a very long time back uh, you gave me a potion that aged me up 
Yes, it seems that it may have taken a little bit too well on you. Uh, this is a separate incident. No refund required. Right, right. You were dead. I do. Re well, yeah, it was kind of dead for a little bit. Do you have anything that would age me down? I think so. Yes. Definitely do that. Insight check. Make an insight. <laughs> 16. 16. This is either, like, the new guy equivalent of Arillo. Oh, baby. Or this may not be Arillo. You're not sure. There's something about him that doesn't seem like the other guys that you Yeah, there's met. no flair. He's very, like normal i like this arillo <laughs> how and that that pings off so many red flags in my head <laughs> how does rife feel about this person uh rife uh if you confer with them um rife just like generally doesn't seem to like this guy mm. but can't explain why well, Rife was right about the bird. So Corey just sort of like squints at him and does another divine sense, somehow using more resources during our time off. Nothing pings. Nothing? <laughs> no. That's almost more suspicious. Hmm. Okay. Uh... Do you happen to have a price point on that potion? Well, that really depends. How... I'm assuming a lot as far as how much you want to like, knock off. Yeah. On the years, so... Uh... Let me check with the manager... Oh no, baby. Real fast. We'll window shop. And he picks up the frog that's on the table and puts it up to his head. Oh, oh it's no. Happening. It's happening. And you see him squeeze the sides of the frogs at the frog and the frog's mouth opens. And you see that there is like a glass panel on the inside. And on the inside you just see like there's a man with, like, a sandwich in one hand, like, mid-bite. And the person holding the frog, Arillo. Hey, um, I know you're on lunch right now, but how much do we sell the- I'm on lunch! Figure it out! Hello, Arillo. Oh! Oh! Good to see- wait, hold on. Hold one second. Just one. Put the frog down. And... Puts the frog down. And then there is a... Uh... There is a pause. And you hear from the frog... Say it. And... 
the Arilla standing before you kind of like slunches down a little bit uh, and says, uh, Oliro. And as he does, you see that the robe that he is wearing like splits open from his chest and wraps around him. His facial hair seems to cover his entire face and then peels back to reveal Arillo as it seems like he has like just inverted into the person that you needed and just, yeah, sorry about that. No, anyways, I was in the middle of lunch. I do apologize. Oh, are you Arillo? Yes. Was that, a, a, did that guy say Aliro? Yes, it's my name backwards. It sent oh. him back to where, you know, the meeting hall, as it were. He's new oh. here. He's not really from a... Look, it's fine. Don't worry about it. No, I understand when people are new, you know, you've got to give them a little bit of time. He interrupted my lunch. It was I... on pumpernickel bread. It means oh. fart bread in some languages. To, to be fair, it was us who uh, interrupted your lunch. It is true. And you're the one who the left a trainee, uh, a green bean, as it were. Uh, Look, the knights here aren't exactly popping in terms of sales. We get, look, the way that we're able to manifest as often as we are is that we have places all over the place. People are spending lots of coin in places that are not here most times. Well, I'm a knight. I've decided to pop in. My friend's old. What can you do about it? Well, we do have an anti-aging cream, which we should be able to get you a hold of. Uh, it will take continual applications over a period of about a week or so. Uh, if you do it any more than that, I cannot tell you how bad that would turn out for you. But there was an Arillo who turned into a baby. He's on the High Council. There's not much that we can do about that at this point. But I can still get you some anti-aging cream. Now, the anti-aging cream can knock off 50 years every week. Right now, we have it up to around 300 or so. So at least 300 years worth of anti-aging cream. Kind of just like use it as you will. Save it if you know of another friend or companion travel piece i don't know your group seems pretty tight knit but if anyone else needs like a so, youthification so, so each jar is a it's one very large jar so each jar has 300 years worth of anti-aging that is correct yes uh and each dose or no each week is 50 years yes all right so you um, need to apply it for a total of six weeks mm -hmm. in order to get the full effect of it of course all right is a uh, is one jar going to be enough for you caleb should we get you two they only have the one it's a very big jar it is a large jar yes caleb goes into his portable hole and pulls out the staff of thunder and lightning how much can i get for this that won't cover the whole thing but it's a start no, we're just looking to offset some of our expenses. Excellent. Excellent. For 300 years, 
you would be looking at because I like you. Two hundred and eighty thousand gold. Uh, Corey's gonna write down that number uh, to show Arjan later. Two hundred eighty thousand gold. All right. Um, and then Corey says, "All right, but what if I gave you this?" And pulls out like a very small jar with like some goop inside. Uh, and Corey says, "Now see, this is a one of a kind jar." that I got from a potato man in the... <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't say it with a straight face. Uh, from a potato man in the Underdark. Give me. Hands it to him. It's Ristol Slime. Which I believe is uh, the equivalent of a potion of lesser... or a potion of healing. Just like a standard one. I mean, it's it's an ointment that is like intended to be able to like be applied oh, over yeah, several yeah. times. Oh yeah, like the the like the ointment I gave to Gwen's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar to that. This is gross and interesting. And I think it's grown sentient. I've had it for a very long time. That. And he, like, shakes the jar. Remains to be seen. <laughs> However, this will help deduct the cost. Um, let's work together to try and find out how much that is. Because I forget these things. Hold on, I definitely have more things in here. What <laughs> color is around. it? Staff what color is it? and lightning. The, the slime? Yeah. I mean, I'm I thinking either like purple or lime green. I, I, he was I mean, the rarity. rarity. Oh. Oh, the ointment I think is green? Bless. <laughs> if it's green, at max, 400 GP. <laughs> Maybe 500. Corey has no concept of wealth. The Staff of Thunder and Lightning is a very rare item, which I believe is purple. At at max, uh, like, 50,000. I mean, that's offsetting. Yeah. Okay, so... The Staff Arilla likes, and he will offer you 40 for it. 40,000, not just 40 gold. He's not a monster. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> right, and resell value. What is this? GameStop? <laughs> All right. And altogether, it's uh, 40 gold for 7,000 gold worth of stuff. Oh, looks like you have a copy of Mario Kart Double Dash. Ooh, that'll get you a pretty penny. I thought this was supposed to be escapism. It's actually you, just a pretty penny. <laughs> Very shiny. It's a wheat nickel. <laughs> So we're getting 40,000 for the staff and then 400 for the slime. Yes, so you still out of pocket are looking at 236,000. No, wait. Two, three, zero, six, zero, zero. Um, how's about this brain ring? 
Ooh, 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 ooh. I lived in brains. Does it have a brain in it? Um, it did have my soul in it for a brief moment. Does it still have it now? No. No. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. It doesn't have any soul in it. Um, it How much would that improve the price? If they die. Um, it would actually increase the price based on whoever's soul was held inside. We don't say trapped here because I'm not going to ask questions as to how that soul got in that ring, but whoever's soul is housed within uh, the Corey, ring. like, picks up the ring, sort of squints at it, like, thinking, and then goes like, no, wait, that's murder. No, we can't do that. That ring Slides the empty ring towards him. Down. That one's also green. Another. He He would, this is a useful item to him. So he would be willing to knock off 600 from that. Uh -oh. So then you owe him 230,000 gold. Oh my god. We thought this was the downtime episode. No, it's the shopping episode. Right. Um, we're going to confer with our accountant uh, probably back in the morning. Yes, of course. And uh, as always, we can also, like, you don't, if you don't need the whole jar, I understand if you don't need the whole jar we can try and separate it figure out a price point i've that. also got to confer with my boss to see how this whole situation's gonna go oh, if it's like covered by your health care yes yes of course uh, feel free don't worry i can put this on a hold for you i'll put your name on it make sure we don't sell it to somebody else or that an elderly arillo wants to try and revitalize himself again. Wait, are you not the original? Oh, I'm very original. Well, you see, the Arillos are on a interdimensional council. There are an infinitesimal amount of Arillos. So all of them are, yes, original in their own right. If it helps, I'm original to this plane. This no. is my home turf. As far as we know. He winks. <laughs> uh, Corey smiles a little like, haha. That made me feel smart. Um, so we're still going to go ahead and uh, trade those things to Arillo. Okay. He will keep them set. He won't accept, he won't like give you gold for them necessarily unless you want to trade them in for gold he is offering you more as part of like going towards your ointment of youth right right, right. it's Understood. basically like in store credit yeah he's yeah, offering that's... you more in trade credit than he than he is in cash god damn it GameStop. <laughs> we're getting wow bucks <laughs> he can give you the Cold receipt cash. for the image of Cold one of these <laughs> i bought my ps5 with coal cash <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> all right so, as the two of you are deciding uh, what to do on that end, Gwen, you and Arjan are here at the Goliath camp. You're having a great time, uh, as it were. Again, at this point, by the time that you saw Corey and Caleb left, it was getting out, uh, getting now to early evening. Uh, and it seems like the return of the chieftain is something that um, the people here uh, are all very much uh like to them it is cause for celebration they understand that you are often on your own adventures so uh there is a feast uh that is currently planned uh where gwen you are like 
there is like a special chair that has been made that is sized for you, but that is like on a much larger pedestal. So that way they can set it up and then you can tell everyone about uh about your about your journeys, about your travels. Uh yes. Okay. Uh how much do you think Gwen should share as far as like going to the Shadowfell and like the whole grave thing? Is that too much for the people? Or Gwen, should I, I, will, I will, sprinkle I will give you the scene, as it were. So you like you are on this large chair, you are on this pedestal, and there are a sea of Goliaths and Arjan mm. who are there. Uh, if Arjan would like to listen to the story, uh, listen to the Gwenisms uh, of the mm. adventure that you just went on. But as you look out upon the sea, you see so many hopeful faces, so many faces that like Goliath mothers holding uh holding young children other young goliaths that are there like who have come in droves to hear their chieftain speak and they mm -hmm. all look at you with anticipation and the understanding that you are going to tell them e exactly what happened yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you tell them about yeah when you jump off this cliff you don't go into the service of the Raven Queen at all. Instead, something bad happens, or do you want to fluff the story? No, no, no. A little bit? I think I think I'll skip the part if it's everyone there. I'll skip the part about going to the. Um... No, I'll tell the story about going to the uh, the cave and then jumping. Okay. And then skip ahead <laughs> to the part where we were like we everyone met up. And then we started an infiltration. Oh yeah, we started an infiltration into the the Raven Queen's lair and uh, like sneaking in, but like with a giant worm and like one's you know really exaggerating her motions and all that. And then uh, she tells the triumphant story of saving the Raven Queen, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know splitting her to to then do battle with a god and and destroying the evil part of the raven queen and uh restoring her to her former glory okay gwen while you are giving the speech make a performance check for me oh boy boy, boy. A plus one let's go that's a 12 a 12 okay mm -hmm. gwen as you are telling this story you can feel upon your back the new additions to the tattoo for your chieftain scribing mm. that you had received and they begin to glow and they begin to feel warm in a comforting way like when somebody just is resting their hand mm. upon your back and as you continue to speak this large fire that had been built up uh that was meant to like keep the entire tribe warm because again it's like real world equivalent of like January at this point, mm -hmm. like late January. It's a little cold, but as the smoke yeah. continues to rise and your words carry, there is like an opening that occurs within the smoke itself. And as that comforting warmth continues upon your back, your words actually begin to manifest into what looks like a visual and you begin to narrate these scenes 
that are all like how you remember it being mm-hmm. for the tribe. Yes. And as you provide this storyboard of events that mm-hmm. are definitely glossing over some of the weirder things that you just yeah. figured was probably not worth mm-hmm. mentioning <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. That is where we are going to go into our break for the evening. So we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. We got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, crop tops, all of those wonderful things. Maybe you could also get a face mask. Help support a good cause. And we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. Hello, everybody. Simon. Hey. Um, so RJ has been teaching me ukulele, (gasps) um, and I'm not great yet, but I can do. Okay. I know like five chords. You did it! Beautiful! This is a good- is still hard for me. This is a good bit to return to break from. I enjoy this. I like this. I'm still- Part of me is like waiting for another shoe to drop, but if I just go into the rest of the game before it happens, we're good. So, uh, Gwen, you just finished up. Speaking your tale to the Goliath tribe, it has gone into the evening. Uh, And it seems like the entire tribe is very pleased, very happy uh, with the story that you have given them. They are a little bit confused about there being a new Raven Queen. And like you get a lot of questions, like you have to field a lot of questions like, is she the same but different now? Uh, Yes, basically. That's a good way to describe it. And you're friends with her? Oh, yeah, we're super tight. And she like, gave me this. <laughs> and when you like show like the new back tattoo, there is like murmurs among the crowd. Just like, oh my god. Oh my god. Ah! Like our chieftain is blessed by the tempest. Good friends with the Raven Queen. Wow, 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 wow. What a great chieftain. Uh our our current chieftain is. Yay, yay, yay. Very excited. Um, and Chua, uh, at this point is actually, uh, is actually next to you, Arjan, uh, unless you had gone off at any point during the retelling. No, I'm still here. And she just sort of like looks at you and gives you, uh, gives you the eyes like, is this, this actually happened? More or less, yeah. She nods. She's satisfied with this. Um, um, yeah. I will go over to Chorizo. Is my niece still awake? Um, at this point? she is still very young, so she got swaddled up and it looks like she fell asleep during the story. Okay. Um, I will go over to Chorizo and, um, so one of the things I kind of glossed over in the story was when I went to the cave, um, I saw dad. And he just sort of like stiffens up a little bit and just, and how is he doing? 
I I mean, he's kind of bored, but he's great. I mean, he's getting old, but it's uh, it was kind of weird to be honest. But uh, I told him about you and about your little one and the situation and, you know, typical dad, supportive and excited. And uh, he, um, well, he gave me this uh, and he, she pulls out the wooden sculpture that she was given. And Teresa looks at it and he takes it. And there is a moment of pause. And then he looks at you and you can just see that he has like tears coming down, like the sides of his eyes. Like mm -hmm. he's not mm -hmm. trying to right. hide it at all. And he like you can see like bites his lower lip and mm -hmm. nods um, and then gets down very like like very quickly like drops mm -hmm. to a knee and just mm -hmm. gives you a hug and says thank you. He just uh he wanted me to let you know that he's very proud of you. And he pulls back uh and says the only thing that you are better at being than chieftain is a sister. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah you know i just <sighs> try really hard you know <laughs> well you're doing a great job ah thanks you know i would be here for a while so if you want to you know catch up and hear the full story because boy things are weird maybe once this one gets put down for actual bed and mm -hmm. isn't going to stir if things get spooky yes mm-hmm all right, but I gotta say, that was probably the coolest thing that we've done. I mean, it was pretty freaky, like as far as like you know the whole splitting a god in two thing. But like, most chieftains spit trees in two, and people think that they are like <laughs> hot shit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I feel I want you know I want to make a good impression, so I just you know. I think you're doing a pretty good job. You know, I just want to, you know, that's a bad, yeah. And Teresa <laughs> just like palm on top of your head, just like shaky, 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 shaky. Thanks. Uh, well, let's, well, let's talk about it later. Let's, let's get, let's get drunk tonight. Let's get hammered. Woo! And when Teresa, uh, Teresa starts yelling this and then like, like oh, baby and he's just oh, sh okay uh, i will join you in the getting hammered in like mm -hmm. <laughs> 10 minutes i'm so sorry and like you see him like sort of like <laughs> bouncing up and down as he like makes his way away from the general oh, rubbery, heart like. bad. my sweet baby okay all right <sighs> where are the drinks <laughs> free flowing at this Hell point yeah. um yeah arjan a feast seems to like erupt in front of you like people are just like bringing food out of tents like seems like they were ready for a feast to arrive but like it just seems like they're just like pulling it out of wherever at this point interesting that 
seems like a going question. Uh, never mind. Yeah. And so. And Arjun will just keep eating. Yeah, it is. And like, it is until later on in the evening, I would say, like, the feast has been had. It's kind of like died down a little bit. Obviously, there is still like cheers and 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 reverie happening. Cybra has sort of like planted herself next to Gwen and is just like she's not begging. She's too polite for that kind of thing. But like, if food happens to fall or be presented in front of her, just like a little dainty bite, and then just like very gentle. Uh, do we know how many pups she's got? Uh, and Chua says five. Jeez Louise. Okay, all right. Uh, 101 is how many she has. Uh, I, uh, you know, there might be a, we might, so I told you about the father, right? I don't think you did. Well, now's a good time to let you know it was a blink dog. Do you know what that is? That's a good question, Shua. And she pauses and just... Those are the ones that... Boof, 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 boof. Bark, bark, boof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, um, I'm just thinking uh, maybe when Calum and Corey are done where they are um i'm gonna contact them tomorrow and see if there's something that we can do to like contain them better because the cage might not work well thankfully we do not cage our animals here right 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 but like you know to keep them from just like wandering everywhere motions towards cybra she would That's be fair. a good mother. Yes, she will. And if not, normally, as you may be familiar, when they're Goliath children and there are new animals, pair the child with an animal. Ah, uh, they're so lucky. Obviously, for your niece, I am going mm -hmm. to assume that you are going to want to pick whichever one you want the most yeah probably but the runt we will figure something out yeah yeah um yeah so to so like tomorrow i think we should uh you me and uh at least Teresa should speak uh and then the, about there's you know i i told the truth but like there's there's other things to the story that we might want to discuss um so Okay. Um, Having to do with the council know about this? Is this going to be like a big game changer thing where if you tell us and it's like a super secret and then that secret ends up getting out, it would cause like a schism and we need to be a little bit more open uh, about telling it to begin I with? I think that everyone should know. I think you should probably be the one to tell it in the correct way. I will just tell you what I saw and then we should determine what to do with that information. Okay. I will take your word for it. Yes. 
but yes, I think the council should know because I think something needs to change, but also um, I don't want to just decree that something should change that without council, you know. That seems like the right thing to do when you have a council of people. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, but for the rest of the night, you're off duty. Get drunk. I will. Do what you know. I will have a few drinks. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go finish that keg and then I'll see you tomorrow. And she looks at the keg, like, looks at you and just, like, shakes her head and laughs. Like, the keg is <laughs> obviously, like, about the same size, if not slightly larger than you. Because it's more of, like, a cask situation than, mm -hmm. like, the metal keg. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, Corey, Calum, the two of you wanted to message Arjan this evening. So, Arjan... You're in the middle, like, the feast has wound down. Like, there are people still, like, they'll come up to you and be like, oh, is that really what happened? And you just kind of, like, smile and nod, let them know, yeah, it's pretty close to it. Just sort of, like, enjoying enjoying some quiet time where, like, it's, like, almost like being at a cafe in a new, in a, in a new city. No one knows you. No one really has any expectations of you. You can just sort of, like, sit and have a moment to yourself. And then you get a message on the business line. Hi, Arjan. Checked in with Orillo. Will cost around 250 gold K in gold. Do we have the funds? I imagine that when this number is given to Arjan, there's just a look on his face. It's one of those, like, record is. scratch. Like, you're probably wondering how I got here. It's 239. I rounded up. This is a significantly larger conversation than I am willing to have at the moment. Pick me up tomorrow when I'm more sober. Caleb will just use his clasp to ping a thumbs up emoji. So he said yes, right? No. He said no? He said we'll discuss it tomorrow. Oh, that's never a good sign. Well, we don't, we probably don't need the entire thing. It'd be nice to have. But we'll see what we can get with the items we've given on hand. Hmm. All right. But first, we've got to meet with the Rask. In the morning. Morning's a long way away for an elf. GBs? Sounds good to me. I was thinking I'd go and hit up that garden there and see how that's doing. You know, the one that I spent the night in? Food first, and then you can go on a night walk to Elf Off. 
Oh, I haven't elfed off in so long. I okay. Go to GB's. Yeah, you go to GB and GB uh, when you meet. Again, does his typical, like, shoes people away from the primo seating uh, when the two of you walk in. And when he, when you do, he just, I haven't seen you in what feels like ages. And it must be ages because I, am I old? Because you look old. You look different. <laughs> and he sort of, like, looks at his, like, tiredly, like, looks at his hands in an almost delirious way. Like, uh, oh, see, no, like, no, 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 no. It's him, them. not you. Oh, oh, wizard stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, remember when he was Eggie Eggie McEggwitch? Yeah. Eggie McEggwitch and some ale. And he nods, says, I got just the thing. And then when he comes back, um,. He has, of course, his Eggy McEggwitches that he sets out in front of the two of you. Uh, and he has, uh, he sets out uh, a nice, uh, like a nice dark ale for you. Uh, and uh, he kind of makes mention that for the purpose of it being a, a rather cold evening, this is actually uh, a winter ale is something that he's been trying to brew up. Um Typically, he didn't, uh, previously, he didn't need to make one of these uh, on the Isle of Aratsk, but ever since the dragon came back, he hasn't been really himself. Like, he's himself himself, but not in the same way that he was. Doesn't seem as happy. It's cheery. Yeah. Couldn't help but notice uh, foliage is looking a bit thornier around here. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, he's still a little mad, I would say, about what happened here. Uh, you know, it used to be, like, the thought of, you know, a dragon being here was, uh, the, the last dragon, uh, other than your friend. Is your friend a dragon? He's like a dragon man, right? At this point, he's pretty much a dragon. Uh, he's getting there. Okay, getting uh, well... Regardless, uh, you know, ever since that happened, Arask has been uh, a little bit more prickly uh, to talk to. Uh, as when anyone is able to get to talk to him, I haven't heard of him having visitors in a while. Actually, we do have some good news for him. Oh, good. Yeah, he likes good news. I haven't met a person yet who doesn't like good news who doesn't do not have... like good news <laughs> we Anyways. do have good news what's the good news again i'm pretty sure we wiped off the rest of the kessians did we huh a good chunk of them at least well if... yeah he'll like that hmm. he, he i think he would like that at this point and honestly you know i not too upset to hear about that as well it's sad to hear that he's less sunshine and roses and a bit more briars and thorns nowadays. It That's happens. a little concerning, considering what briars and thorns imply in this part of the world, Corey. Does that imply something? Blights? Oh. 
Oh. Didn't we leave the blight staff with him? We left the staff with him, right? I believe we destroyed that to get rid of a bunch of them. Huh. I might have to look into that tonight. Right. Good ale. Thank you. Tirelessly working away all hours of the day. Do you need staff? We could recommend some people. Oh, no. No, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Oh, you know, there is Anne Orillo, who's, uh, he's new, uh, over at, uh, like, Things That Make You Say Wow. And when uh, you say that, you see, like, GB just, like, mm. Well, he's not like the other Orillos. Like, he's a bit more, oh, tame, I suppose. I don't know if he's really happy there. Might look into it. I'm never going back to that place. Cool. Ever. I went in once. I don't want to talk about what I saw. I really don't. Did it make you say wow? No, it made me scream and run out. And I don't want to talk about it again. But it did leave an impression on you. Oh, yes. And he I'll chuckles to himself. Name. Yes, yes, it did. I'll give him your name. It is so nice to be able to taste things again. Did you have like a cold or something? You could say that, yeah. Cool, cool. I have to check some tables. You guys need anything? Room, board? We've got room covered. We're just here for dinner. All right. Well, th it's always a pleasure. Love seeing you guys. And as always, enjoy your stay at the Greyborn Tavern. Weary travelers. Always a pleasure. He sort of smiles and puffs up his chest a little bit and then rushes off to do graybeard things. <laughs> uh, Corey sort of like sips his ale and gives Calum a knowing look. What's so this look? Oh, so tasting things again. Yeah. Didn't really have to eat, but I <clears throat> still did it. It was a bit muted. No, I don't like your whole water spicy situation that you had a while ago. Oh, I've been through so much shit. Well, mm -hmm. I, you remember the raven uh, form I used to have? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't taste anything like that either. Hmm. We were both undead for a while there. Good times? Question mark on that one. Yeah. Used to putting bad times behind us and looking forward to better times ahead. Cheers. Clink. Clank. Okay. So then, evening falls. Is there anything that anyone would like to do before we initiate a first of a long rest? Uh, Corey's gonna go to that garden that he had, uh, tranced in and cast a plant growth in to make it nice and, and lush. He's done this in a couple of places now, but Arask was, uh, one of them. Uh, and he's just gonna go and see how that's going. Yeah, it looks like the lush plants that had been growing here previously 
Um, they are still here, but it seems like there is a bit almost like an overgrowth issue where they are getting choked out by a lot of these newer plants that seem to be growing here. I'll do a divine sense. Okay. Um, nothing from your divine sense triggers here. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think Corey will trance here um, and do another plant growth as a ritual. Okay. Um, but specifically focus on um, the lush green plants um, and try to give them more leeway. All right. Sounds good. No rolls necessary. You are able to do this thing. Um, and Calum, uh, you are also going to be trancing back at Gideon, I assume? Yeah, he's okay. going to try and get to the Library of Mistra. For sure. Um, so when you arrive at the library, it is healthy. This library has been through so much. But after you had restored the Raven Queen, every single one of the books that Ravens had taken have been returned. The shelves are full. The knowledge that you once sought so desperately is right at your fingertips once again. The unseen servants have cleared off your study table as you have not been here for some time. He walks over to his study table, rubs the wood with a palm, and he'll just sit down. And Calum, as you are sitting here at your study table, you get the feeling like something has changed within the library and you're not exactly sure what but you get the feeling like again something is not the same as when you left it and not just the addition of all of the books that were missing he like shifts his little lectern five inches to the right and just no no that's not it it's like Constantly, like, shifting the desk. He'll stand, take a tour of the library, and then end up at the, the Book of Saloon. The thing, as you are in your tour, that you notice that is new, there is a children's book section. He smiles. <sighs> Mistra, if you have a moment, if you can hear me, I'd like to confirm something. You hear the scritching of a blank page on the book. <sighs> and it just says, you've done well. 
still have a lot more to do. Um, because of the process of what Zarina has done to me, losing my lichdom, the linking of over-channeling spells to my life force, essentially, is that still a thing? And this is in Mistress handwriting, not Saloon's. Yeah. And it is a little, like, it flourishes a little bit more. Um, and she says, she says yes, but there is a pause beforehand. Until and she even writes until and then you see like crossed off and then it follows up with magics so powerful require a cost to do something beyond your limits beyond the boundaries requires a cost whether to you or to me I'd much rather it cost me than you then well currently trying to find a way to fix this whole situation that I'm currently in but We'll be all right. And the message says, I think you look handsome. It's a distinguished look, yeah. The white really suits you. Balls. Bollocks. Thank you for your time. Closes the book. Runs around the library to look for information on the vault. You see uh, that there is, like, when you say balls, books, they're, like, halfway of writing, what? And, like, just book shuts. <laughs> Runs off. Um, make an investigation check. You got it, buddy, pal, friend. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Uh, with a dirty 20, you do not find anything relating to a vault. You don't end up finding any wordage used on that. Uh, it seems like there are there are several books that are written on the Kedron people, but it seems like a lot of their society was more a little shrouded. I want to say it seems like and like looking at the books that you have, a lot of them are waterlogged. Huh. Like, it seems like there is, like, damage that has been done to these books that is preventing a lot of the information from being read. Okay. Um, aside from that, he'll read up on sentient weapons, but that could be, like, a over-the-long period. Yeah, for sure. Uh, tonight, with a modified 20, you would just be collecting books on sentient weapons? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So following morning gwen you awaken 
Arjan, you also awaken. I assume that you at least spent the night in the house. If you'd like, you can spend it in... They would have set up a tent for you. Arjan does not have access to the house. Right. So a tent it is. Okay. So tent, tent, and then Corey and Calum, uh, both meditating in different places, but you do know that you have a meeting with Arathsk first thing in the morning, and thereupon it is. Thankfully, you only need to transfer the four hours apiece, but still over the process of a long rest to kind of get your resties in. Um, at the designated time that you had asked to meet with Arask, uh, one of the Cobalt couriers uh, ends up coming to the house that is in front, that is on the front lawn, uh, and knock, knock, knock. Yes, yes, coming, coming. And the little courier with its large cap and messenger bag. The Bronze Baron will see you now. The meeting has not begun yet, but you asked for this. So they put their hand out. Just puts a gold piece right in the middle of their hand take it and like you see them look at it bite it and then put it in their bag and then you see them scamper off have a good day Gideon can you please wake Coriander Coriander is not within the confines what you left the old man in the house by himself <laughs> they never came home last night where are all my friends? <laughs> all right, and uh, he'll pat Gideon's threshold as he walks out, sending. Corey, we've got an appointment. Up bright and early, I see. More like bent at the break of dawn, but hey. Mm, I see. Well, I'll meet you there. Corey says they'll lead you there, but you are... You can see Arask's garden from your I said line. meet you there. Okay. I heard lead you there. Follow me, old man. Every time we gotta teach you this lesson, old man. Okay. I love the young people. Alright, so. You are brought to the uh, Bountiful Gardens, or at least what once was. Uh, and you can see that there is no longer, there's no fire damage that's kind of been struck out at this point. It seems like that's all kind of been recouped and, and figured out. Um, and there is, some of the plants are growing back, but a lot of these, Arathsk wasn't like doing any kind of like plant growth on specifically. He was more just like keeping each room at the correct temperament for them to grow naturally. Uh, and so a lot of these rooms are barren. Uh, but when you arrive in this, uh, in this opening foyer, uh, standing before you is Arathsk. Uh, and you can see that their brows are, his brow is a little bit more furrowed than it was. Like you can see like the creases of consternation uh that have been there for some time his clothes where previously were more of a 
like that greenish tint seems to be more of almost like a darkened brown style color. And Arathsk looks at the two of you. And Corey, are you presenting male or female today? I'm going to say male again. Okay. And Arathsk looks at the two of you and just... Hello, old friends. Some much older than I last remember. <clears throat> yeah, we're working on that. You still Good smell you the again. same. It's always a pleasure to see you too, Bronze Baron. Come in. And he uh, then walks towards uh, the Bronze Gardens, um, the spot that had actually been affected most by the fires. Uh, and you can see that um, like there are kobolds like, doing little construction jobs around there in the process of building. Uh, and he says... It has come to my attention uh, for obvious interaction that you wish to have a meeting with me. May I ask what for other than to say hello? I see your other two companions are no longer with you. Is everything all right? A bit of a hiatus, as it were. We're taking a small break before... Honestly, attempting some batshit insane plan. Standard four keeps. Standard four keeps. Oof, oof. May we find a place to sit down? And there is a like small, uh, like greenish metal interwoven uh, table. That seems to be like near uh, the pedestal of where a statue once was. Oh no. And there are several chairs, and Arask motions, walks over, and pulls one out for himself. Sits down with a small groan. <clears throat> if you are amenable, we would like some information on. Some sort of vault underneath the water between here and the Isles of Elystria. Apparently, sentient weapons are made there. Let's see. Rask has been around for a while. You might know what this is. And he pauses and says... There has not been a place that actively makes weapons such as these since I was a young man. Back when I ruled the top of a mountain and not an island. All right. So what you're saying is, is that it no longer exists or it's been so well hidden that Arask hasn't been able to find it in the waters. Doing a bit of research into it at the library, some of the books detailing the location are damaged at best. Water damage? Water damage. 
Hmm. There's the trick. It's beneath the water. No. Raph just like sort of like nods like Yes, yes it is. I've solved this water puzzle. You've done well. Coriander. Aside from that, some news for you. Um, a few months ago, the Dragon Forge was attacked by the Keshin Trading Company, and they were swiftly dispatched. I believe a majority of them fell during that battle. I will take your word on this. They are a trading company. They are still a trading company. Their center of operation was not here. Also, Dragonforge. Care to explain? It's a new town on the mainland that we have established. I see. And you establish this for what purpose? I assume with a name like Dragon Forge, you're not doing so something as foolish as trying to create a dragon. Of course not. Arjan uh, has made a home in the place of his birth. I see. And it's strictly just that. A home. At, indeed. Uh, it has an affiliation to dragons, and also there is a forge there. And I'm just now putting together that it was called Dragonforge because they were trying to make dragons. I'm supposed to be the senile one here, Coriander. Oh, Caleb, I've always been dumb. Get with it. And Arathsk, like, has his hands, like, fingers interlaced upon the table. Just, like, looking at the two of you. Is it not a saying that we say repeatedly, stay dumb, Coriander? No, I've never said that once. And why is that on the tip of my tongue? I'm sorry, Arask. No, I'm quite enjoying this. As far as company goes, I've had, well, kobolds. Ambassadors. You ever think about traveling? He grimaces a little His wingies bit. His wingies aren't healthy. And he says, I think about traveling almost every day. No shame in taking a boat. And he looks at you like you have just told him some utter offense. My apologies, sir. There's the audible squeaking of a garden chair that goes a little bit away from Corey. 
Now, if you are looking for a place, or if you know of this place, the location where these weapons were made, What is it exactly that you are asking me of? Or asking oh. of me? Honestly, if you had any more information, I don't want to go diving blind into the middle of the ocean, given our track record. Can you at least tell us where it used to be? And he thinks to himself and says, I may yet still have a map. If I do, it is yours. Well, in the meantime, while you're trying to find said map, would you like some tea? And he smirks a little bit and nods. Just if you will excuse me. Caleb busies himself making some tea. He will stand. And then he goes towards the, where there had been a secret entrance that led down into his, like, small, uh, small treasure chambers. Um, he descends. And he'll be gone for roughly around 15, 20 minutes or so. He seems lonely. Well... Yeah, well, given what happened on his island and his whole history, I would be surprised if he didn't. Corey, make a history check. Well, listen, I know what happened. Oh, sorry. But stay dumb, Corey, because I got a five. That's okay. No, she remembers. She remembers what happened here on the island and the fact that like his his love was murdered and stuff. Like she knows. She knows that he's sad. There used to be a statue in this room. I know. <laughs> I had a whole moment with the guy. And Rask will come back. And when he does, he brings out a very old, very ancient looking map. And when he lays it out onto the table, he says, as far as a vault goes, I am not entirely sure where that may be. Things change over time. New people move in. Last I checked, Well, land-faring folk don't exactly live under the water. <gasps> Caleb, we might get to meet sea elves. Or not sea elves. Yes, they're mm -hmm. called tritons. No, I, I believe the ones that we had to deal with were... Sahugan. Ah. Yes. Yes. They typically stand tend to stay more closer to the shores. 
now in this area if memory serves you will most likely encounter something a little bit how do I describe this potentially far out do you know why they call it the sea of burning night I couldn't tell you back before it became known as the sea itself there were individuals that were capable of flying above the heavens a great war was held in the space above their ships broke down crashed fractured now occasionally you can see bits and pieces of debris from those very ships still careening towards the ocean treasures from beyond sailors call them hmm. so beyond the skies he nods as those who apparently have traversed to the moon memory serves there are other things that are beyond the sky I see I'm beginning to connect the dots good there was when people still lived there Effe essentially effectively when great warriors would fall in battle the people there still hoped that other that they would be able to train the next generation of fighters how best to train them then by willingly allowing yourself to live on inside of a weapon give that weapon to the next generation they now have one of the most powerful warriors giving them a play-by-play -play. kings advisors mages are willing to put themselves inside of these things in order to help in order to progress are they all still down there the weapons the items every once in a while they make their way to the surface but for the most part they stay below they stay below the waves i mean yes the weapons but have the souls moved on once inside of the weapon that is as far as i know there are many ways that uh one could destroy a weapon such as that. So if those who live on and have persisted through the rising tide have sought to destroy these, this is something I am unsure of. Hmm. 
Thank you for your wisdom, Baron. And thank you for the tea. Anytime. He nods. And says, You are always more than willing, or more than in welcome in my abode. And if ever you seek to provide more information on this dragon forge, as you've called it, I'm always one to listen. Well, I'm willing to chat about it as a friend. I'll be sure to visit again soon. Send my regards. And do try not to build a dragon. We'll try our hardest. Cut to the nine hells where you are actively building a building a dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arsha, did you feel that chill? <laughs> I rolled an eight. Ar- Corey doesn't remember the dragon in the hells. Arshan's nose is just covered in it, it's bad. Okay, so meeting with Arathsk adjourned. Pop back to the Goliath tribe. And Arjan, you see House Upon the Hill. I will go up to the House Upon the Hill. Why do I look like this? Ah! Lay on hands. handkerchief ah. ah we just met with the baron and he had a lot to say about you well not a lot to say about you just a lot of questions about you and the whole dragon forge why does he know about the dragon forge because he asked why did he ask about the dragon forge because he's very worried about a place called dragon forge what I wasn't actually two hundred and fifty thousand gold. It was two hundred and thirty-nine. If that makes a difference. Well, we've got four hours for the house to recharge, and we can actually have this conversation. But right now, I am not ready for it. Uh, I'm going to go back to Gwen. Yeah, Gwen, you are in... I would say that you're, like, hanging out with your niece right now. You know, just having a good time. Doing knee bouncies, you know? Yeah. As you do. Hey, Gwen, uh, I am going to need to pop back to, uh, my house for a little bit because, uh, our friends needed uh, a little lesson on the value of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, did they spend it all? Well, no. Uh, if all of our, well, if a significant portion of our money wasn't at my house, uh, we would be in danger of that. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, when are you going to be back? Uh, in the very least, eight hours, but uh, we can check in. 
Okay. Yeah. Just let me know. Okay. Um, yeah. Wait until the house recharges. Yep. House recharge is just fine. Pop back over uh, to the forge. Uh, I will lead uh, Calum and Corey to uh, the the treasury room. When you reach the treasury room, Strewn is like on their back, having like rolled around in this money. They are enjoying themselves. What's the total cost? Well, currently 23... 239,000. Before adding in the items we offer to try and offset the balance. After the items. Oh, after. Okay. So... Uh, this is all the money that we carried over. Well, not not even all the money um, that we carried over from the Shadowfell. I have some sequestered in the back of holding for our party funds. This was just something else that we can dig into. Why is it in your room? because I would rather be here than in a bag of holding uh, in case that gets stolen. Why is there an Arjan-shaped divot in this pile right here? I have a bedroll right there. Excuse you. (laughs) Mind your business, David! (laughs) Did I somehow get worse at talking to people? Yes. Apparently... If I, if I were to give you the sum that you are asking for, that would be all of this, and then some. Oh dear. Huh. Well, it looks like I've got to go do a job for Arillo then. No. Well, why not? It worked last time. Yeah, it sucked, though. And you got out of that job. Sorry. And you would be doing a much more... If you were paying off a $250,000 debt, it's going to be much more significant than what Gwen went through. If Gwen can do it, then so can I. It would be much more significant than what Gwen went through. Corey, I'm going to draw a hard no here. We'll just get what we can get with the items we sell. It's a significantly smaller number. Which is fine. Well, I it doesn't could... have to be it doesn't have to be so black and white here. We can do a hybrid option. Maybe I do a small job and we pay a little money and we also sell those items. Now, I could help out with this. And Arjan is going to dig into the back of holding and get out the ring of spell turning that was given to him by the Raven Queen. This might cover 
half, maybe a little more. What about this ring of spell storing? I could put something in there and increase uh, the that would of it. barely put a dent into it. All right. <clears throat> also, while while we have this, do you need a shield? Because I I have Corey's animated shield, but I would gladly take a shield. I'm take the animated shield. Ah. Oh, that's nostalgic. It's collapsible. Well, right now it's uh, it's like broken up into shards of metal that are uh, just gravitating onto Arjun's back, but he'll like pop it off and it, they'll like coalesce back into a shield form. As Calum takes the shield, not a thanks. He's going to attune it. <clears throat> uh, and, it and do you want the ring of cell storing as well? <sighs> it wouldn't put a dent into the cost, but. something I'll hand over the ring spell story uh you know what let me just double check something with the ring of spell story carry on now all is all of this specifically to get Kalen's years back mm. yes I mean, I just need enough ointment for some leeway. I spoke with Mister last night, and overchanneling spells will take its toll on my life force. So it's not that you get the age; it's that your life force goes away, more or less. I could give you half. 10,000 platinum. It's 100,000 gold. A quarter would be more than enough. Hand you 5,000 platinum. Well, I, I will let you scoop 5,000 platinum. Into the bag, of, into the portable hole. Strun is doing that thing where it's like you're taking a toy away. Like, my money's, why? Caleb finds, like, a golden scepter and just, like, waggles it in front of Stroom and then hucks it deeper into the room. Sorry, I'm imagining an old man doing this, and it's great. I love the puppies. <laughs> Go and get it. Yeah. Go. Thank you, Arjun. There's, he doesn't. He doesn't say anything, but he, he just. It hurts. It physically hurts.
while you are scooping, there is a quick on the door frame, and you see Ren standing there. Uh, can I come in? Oh, it looks like you're having a little bit of a meeting. I was wondering if I could talk to the boss man real quick. Corey's face suddenly turns very stern and he looks towards Ren. Doesn't say anything, just gives him a look. We were just leaving. Yes, Ren. Oh, I was just going to let you know things have been going very well here. I've been in talks with the people of Crystal Shore and Galay and Iliad's Rest and just sort of like letting them know, hey, there's a new town that's going to be coming up here. We have things that we can make you, trying to initiate some trade. Just wanted to get your go-ahead on that one, sort of let you in on all of that. So yes. good. Anything that you want in particular? Like if you're yeah. looking for from the Dragon Forge, what, what we can offer or what, what others can offer us? No. I I trust your judgment. And you see a large smile creeps on their face. Just, excellent. This isn't the first time I've built a city, and it certainly won't be the last. What other cities have you built? I have an entire region to the south. The Gilskari Forest, have you heard of it? Right. Old age. I was wondering why you seem different. Anywho. We're working on it. What is... You are a sourpuss today. <clears throat> Sorry. Just last time I saw you, I was being torn apart. Oh, that wasn't the last time. There have been other times where we've met that you weren't being torn apart. It's pretty prominent in my memory. Like that time? Where, do you remember when all of those ne'er-do-wells came to the village? I turned into a dragon, I ate some, got stabbed. We saved in a freezy. Now, I do recall that. Good times, good times. You gotta outweigh them, you know? Sometimes you unravel, other times you save a town. That's what friends do. That's what heroes do. But I can tell when I am not wanted have a good day. It's good seeing you. When Ren leaves, Caleb, just remembering, turns to Arjan. We have a bit more information about what we're going into. Oh, so arrested now. Okay. Apparently, there were people who used to fight among the stars and bits and pieces of their ship come crashing back to our planet. Arjun, you can make a history check if you'd like. This sounds like Four. some Gith Yankee bullshit. 14. 14? That sounds like some Gith Yankee bullshit for sure. we might be walking into one of their strongholds. Also, some of the sentient weapons were 
some of their best fighters and kings. Uh, so that would explain why... Okay. I, I understand. Okay. Cool. I'm not entirely convinced that they're not going to have previous occupants. Oh no, I'm betting on it. Hmm. Concerning. From what Arask was saying, sometimes these weapons find their way back to the mainland, or land in general. Who's taking them up? Hmm. It's free real estate. Why wouldn't they come up? Anyway, but we can still hope that there's one unoccupied. Right. <sighs> but whoever's taking them up knows how to get to them. Might be worth looking into it. All right. We've got four hours to kill before I try and get young. I wonder if Kendek would want a sentient weapon. <laughs> would a sentient weapon want Kendek? He's a capable fighter. A good person overall. Depends on the weapon, I guess. I suppose it does. Does, does Kendek want a sentient weapon? When you bring up the idea of a sentient weapon to Kendek, he just like pauses for a little bit and you realize that he has never once thought of a weapon possibly being sentient before and he asks would they talk to me all the time uh probably depends on the weapon i don't want that okay How's your, how's your, how's everything over here? Do you need, does, does Connect need money for He would materials? like money. He would yeah. like money for sure, because that way he could get more materials. But they yeah. are near enough to a mountainside that there has been, like, a small mining operation that's begun. Kendek can have money. Kendek doesn't, he's, uh, I'll, I'll send you how much money Kendek would want later. It's, all of the breakdown is coming from Ren. Kendek just sort of, like, says, like, I need this. And then Ren makes it happen. Okay. Because I also have three, uh, two other companies that I need to inject money into. Exactly. And this, like, thankfully, Kendek has let you know uh, as well that the Dragonforge as a whole, enough supplies have been made for, like, the basic working tools that now they are working on um, actually, like, building walls around the city. Um and he says that a lot of the reason for that wall is he never, I mean, after the last attack here, people are interested in defending. Uh, but it was actually uh, off constantly that suggested the walls. Uh, they see that group seems to have taken up uh, more of like the head guard situation in town. So, yeah, cool. you got people to pay. You got materials to buy. All of that we can figure out for next time. It's not going to be nearly the cost of de-aging a boy. Uh, so thankfully, that won't be too difficult. Okay. And then, I, I mean, I, I don't have anything else unless... Kendek asks the... Kendek will ask the three of you. 
How do you tell someone that you're interested in them? And as he says this, you see his eyes kind of dart over and through the opening of the Dragon Forge, you see Jirana is in the process of like training with some of the fighters. I don't know. We should ask Gwen. <laughs> we need a hitman. <laughs> Call back. And as the as as Kendek realizes, like, okay, I might have asked the wrong I I asked an old man and my brother. And my, then my Corey, asexual brother. Yeah, and like existential brother, and then Corey, who is just like just still like stewing about how much they hate the other brother. Corey's going like <laughs> never noticed how much he sounds like me. Do I sound like him? Wait, what? And as Corey, you check back in on the conversation. That is where we will call it for tonight's session. So I'd like to say first and foremost, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful session of Dungeons and Dragons. We couldn't do it without you. And speaking of people I couldn't do anything without, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hoi, everybody. My name is RJ. You can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream with my friends. Uh, you can catch me here on Mondays and Sundays. Mondays in our homebrew campaign and Sundays over at Witchlight. Um, other than that, Thursdays and Saturdays over at GGK. Thursdays we do a hybrid elegant match. Oh, <clears throat> Good Society and Urban Shadows game called Elegant Creatures. Um... And on Saturdays, rotating between, like, bi-weekly games, there is Star Power, which is a JoJo Bizarre Adventure-inspired game, and Mistborn by Brandon... Sandin Branderson. Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Other than that, on Sundays, you can catch me over at the Hype Goblins channel in the AM, where we play another D&D 5e campaign. And that's it, DanaeKeener.com. Hi, I'm LB Hack. <laughs> Hi, Hack. I'm up, but more importantly, this is Krieg, and Krieg is doing something cute, so you can watch him. Um, uh, you can find me at LB Hack. I'm up on the Twitters and the Twitches, where I stream uh, usually on Tuesdays, but uh, this week we are going to be doing uh, just Tuesday nights uh, on GTK because it's Alex's birthday, and we're going to be doing some gaming. So come and join us, and you can play along with us. Um, and yeah, so. The next time I'll be live after that, it's going to be on Friday. Lauren and I are playing It Takes Two, and boy, did we just get through a really, really heartbreaking part. So, um, yeah, all that fun stuff. And then we should be live this week uh, doing our mask game on Sunday um, and all that fun stuff. But now that Craig's done, I'm done. That's it. That's me, nankiener.com. Hi, I'm Cyber. You can find me at Cyber October 1. Uh, this week is my my Twitter is probably going to be mostly critical role, box mock, and a whole bunch of Taldori bullshit. Uh, but probably not because I try to be respectful of people and their spoilers. Hell yeah, I got that over my living room TV. Um, because I, I I am very excited about that. Um, but for uh, you can also find me on my Twitch channel. I'm playing through the Minish Cap right now. It's a Zelda game that I've never played. Uh, so I am trying to play it. And mostly I just keep 
trading Pokemon cards for people because God, that's addicting. It, it hits all the brain noises. Um, but you can also find me on Saturday over on twitch.tv slash Capricorn Cross, where we should be trying to get back into our 5e game, maybe. Um, that'll be fun. But then I'm also here on Mondays. Uh, hey, you found us already. Cool. Uh, I also got a YouTube, youtube.com slash several total one, uh, where I post uh, D&D Rhyme of the Frost Maiden campaign diaries and session recaps, and it's it's fun. It's cool stuff. You can check that out. That's it. DanaeKeener.com. Speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hi everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also find me at Danae Keener, uh, which is on Twitter. There's a pinned tweet there that says all of the things that I'm up to. You can go there and check out all the streams that I'm in and all the games that I'm playing. So go and do that. DanaeKeener.com. And hello, everyone. If this is your first time joining, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday. And starting next week, back on Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as we continue our Monster Noir campaign. We took a several month-long hiatus on our Thursday games, but we're back because Satan has graduated college and no longer has any kind of collegiate obligations. Go and congratulate them. It is at Alyssa Vamp on the Twitters. She's great. They're great. Yay, Satan. Um, if this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. We got questions. I'm already seeing them. We got questions from... Noctua Magna, we got questions from Levi, we got questions from Cyber, Wings, and even me! So, like, come check it out. Again, you can find that in our Discord. The link is in the Twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below. But we are going to be heading out for the evening, so I would like to once again say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!